Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. been big brothered and now you must leave the house sure i know that one <laughs> i'm not sure they say you've been big brothered missed opportunity <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering whose voice that is we have a guest this week a very special guest in house she, i mean literally in the house literally in the house yeah we're not in the cabine Still, still a little bit muddy on that lawn. Yeah, it's it's not conducive. It's not conducive to good things. Here's a good thing. This is Blighty Day Fiance. My name is Michelle. Him indoors, my husband over there is Robin. Hello. And with us today is director, actor, performer, writer, editor, um, Jill of all trades, musician, all around talented gal and now she is also a clown officially are you officially a clown i mean i i don't know i don't i i don't subscribe to clown gatekeeping i don't know did i go to clown school depends who you ask (laughs) (laughs) i mean is there a register How, how do you identify do you identify as a clown i have been i have been it took a while but i just do it now I do it now. Yeah. We should probably say your name. Did I say your name? I don't even think I did. Don't I don't know. You said a lot of stuff. <laughs> that was like things I do. And I was like listening to the list and was like, wow, how could somebody be good at so many things? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I could be like mediocre at that many. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> But you're good at all of them. Bleh. Emerald. Yeah. That's my name. (laughs) Her name is Emerald. This is the only reality TV recap podcast hosted by a married, heterosexual, monogamous, transatlantic, Mm -hmm. 
couple yep. based in London. Mm-hmm. Why do we include all of that information? Because we talk about other people's relationships all the time. It's kind of our thing. We cover reality TV. Um Shows that are based upon relationships, romantic, familial, and otherwise. Ideally, not romantic, familial. Um, we're not covering. I made that joke last week. I'm not going to do it again. Uh, that's okay. That is okay. Today, you can't get Milf Manor out of your head, can you? I the fact that it Emerald. There's a show called. Do you want to explain what Milf Manor is? Milf Manor is. Uh, I, I haven't watched a single episode of it, but it's about, uh, a group of sexy moms, I guess, who date each other's sons. They're all living together and they're like, you should fuck my son tonight. And like the next day, so what was my, how big's my son's? It's ridiculous. I don't think it's that extreme but apparently there was it maybe in the first episode all the moms had to watch their sons demonstrate a sex act on a piece of fruit uh, okay. well when you said milf manor i did assume like a house of milfs right <laughs> you didn't think their sons would be I there did you the sons would no. all be involved do you want to know what's even worse worse yeah i guess no i mean tell me (sighs) dilf manor no that sounds better wait is it daughters or is it sons it's daughters no that is worse than yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) what's the age this is a sidebar is that okay yeah of course What's what's the age range for like a milf I don't know. Well, I, I wouldn't be able to comment. I mean, it's really upsetting. Like, in porn terms, I think you're a MILF once you're, like, 23. <laughs> okay. that That's the problem. I've just been feeling like I've, like, squarely landed in MILF territory, and I don't like that. None. To think, you know, right? I mean, if that were a thing... If someone were to look, was like trying to, the search terms to find the, I mean, I don't, there's no porn of me, sorry, but like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, the the Emerald lookalike on Pornhub, they would have to look for MILF porn at this point, I think, which is just weird to me. Yeah, it's, it's horrifying, but porn is horrifying in the sense that, like, you're no longer, yeah, once you hit mid-twenties those are the roles you're getting yeah anyway mm. milf manor yeah. you'll be you'll be pleased to hear we're not covering the the adult film industry not that there's anything wrong with that um that's just not our turf i would find it very hard to speak about that with any authority because uh i don't know anything about it except what i watched on the the deuce the the ju- the juice i'm going to say the deuce the deuce yeah deuce I'll, I'll, bigelow, male gigolo right if you say it wrong it's the jews <laughs> that's it's a very oh, okay. it's a very different show that now that's a porn i would watch <laughs> you know provided it was all kosher you can't okay but you you can't you can't you can't speak on porn with any authority is that like a sub thing? You see what I'm saying? Because the authority figure. Okay. It's not Milf Manor. 
<laughs> no, today we're talking about 90 Day Fiance the other way. Um, and we're part of the reason we're excited to have Emerald as a, as a guest today is because she's someone, she's one of those rare, uh, folks who just doesn't watch TV, which is probably why she's so talented and gets so much done. And yet when you talk to her about TV, she has watched it all. Yeah. Yeah. That's always the way with people that I, I don't watch well, TV. Well, I, I will, I will, I don't like watch, um, well, I don't watch reality television and I don't really watch TV unless I'm sick. But then when I'm sick, I will watch TV for like 16 hours a day for there you like go. a week and a half. So it kind of all is, it balances out, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. How often are you sick? Well, Every day from 6 p.m. to midnight. I got a twisted mind. No, I, um, <laughs> it's a, uh, I wasn't sick for the entirety of the pandemic until I started going to class again. And I've been sick three times since September. So, oh, God. Were you doing clown things during the pandemic, or is that a more recent thing? I started doing that stuff in May of 2022. I was pretty, I was, I was pretty locked down for the first two years or so. I was pretty, I just, I can't imagine what, like, socially distanced clowning would look like. There's a lot of stuff on Zoom. <laughs> Zoom clowning? Yeah. What? That's about, I can totally see that. At least you're perform like, you're performing something on your own. It's better than Zoom improv. Oh, yeah. I have no idea how that works. Badly. I just, yeah, but I was, like, working a full-time desk job, so I wasn't going to sit in front of my computer more you know what i mean mm. anyway anyway um never seen an episode of any 90 day show until today correct very sorry what were your first impressions and also thrilled my first impression it's it's uh well i don't know that i can recall now i've had like a day to think about it you know but it feels like the people i was just you know it's like these couples, it seems like they've been chosen. It's like, is it like the joy of watching it? Like the pleasure you get from like judging other people? Because they clearly like have issues and stuff. Is it good to feel better than other people? Or is it like a chance to reflect on yourself? Like, why do I care what they do? Or like, why does this bother me? Um, I don't know. But also like a lot of it to me is like, I just wanted to be like, run away. <laughs> run. Run now. Run quickly. You know? Oh, ah, therapy bills, therapy bills. That's like no, 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 no. No, that, you have, you have very succinctly, like that is, those are all the reasons we watch this. We watch <laughs> it to feel better about ourselves. We watch it to understand other people uh, more, better. We watch it to understand ourselves better. Um, and that's why I think, I think that's, probably why i fight so hard to le legitimize reality tv some reality tv um not milf manor no uh if you enjoy milf manor that's that is fine um you know you're you're still welcome here there's there's embracement for everybody here yeah um yeah yeah so should we talk about the show yeah okay all right. Who we got? should we start with? Um, I think we are just going to go in the order of um, people I 
hate the most. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was looking for sort of the shortest one. Um, let's start with Danielle and Johan. So Danielle. I mean, she is the shortest one. She is the shortest one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they did they did sort of like a wide shot and Emerald <laughs> said, is she standing up? <laughs> uh, yeah. So look, um And the- yet weirdly their height is not the the the, the most mismatched thing about them. Hmm. No. Um so so just to recap uh, for the benefit of our guest who hasn't been on the this very long Danielle and Johan journey, um, this is the couple who are in the Dominican Republic. They're having a conversation about how having a, a friend of the opposite sex is or is not appropriate when you're married or in a relationship. You know what I found really interesting about this from like a production point of view? Hmm. This commenced exactly where it left off last week. And I don't think I've ever seen like a conversational cliffhanger on a 90-day show like that before. Do you remember they were having that conversation in the bar? And then it just carried on this week. No different scene, no different setting, just... Are you sure? Because they do have the same conversations over and over sometimes. No, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. Okay. It was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Danielle, I think this is an interesting topic because, uh, and and we may have spoken about this last week, I'm friends with quite a few of my exes. I'm maybe not as close to them as I once was, but not because I'm married. And I don't think, well, I don't think you'd have a problem with me spending time with any of my exes. No, no, I wouldn't. And and also she invited him along and wanted him to be there. Right. Right. If, if, if he'd wanted to go and she said, uh, nah, I think you need to like clean the meat tonight, you know, get the flies off the meat, you're, you're busy, then that would have been much more shady. But she wasn't trying to hide anything. How many times on these shows have we seen people hiding things? Sure. But it almost feels like I'm defending Danielle and, and I will never do that. Because what she's doing is rubbing his nose in it, right? <sighs> Emerald's put on a red nose. <laughs> Who was just over there? <laughs> um, yeah. I I feel like I don't know, it's weird to me that kind of it's just like sort of this like lack of tr- lack of trust. Oh, I can't stop doing the Garth Brooks gesture, but it Sorry, is that a Garth Brooks gesture? Oh, yeah. For lack of specifically for lack of trust. No, no. You you have to explain it now. There's a it's, it's light good. Garth Brooks, so the, I think he said it's like everything has a light side and a dark side. What? And he has one Such hand facing forward in front of his face and one hand facing his face. Like he's looking at his palm and he's looking at the back of his hand. A light side, and then he flips him around and looks at the other palm and the other back of his hand, and a dark side. Oh, every situation has a light side and a dark side. This is the country singer Garth Brooks. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Was this the alter ego that he had? Do you no, remember? It was not Chris Gaines. 
Did, uh, did you ever see them in the same place at the same time? Did he ever support himself on tour? I've never seen a Garth Brooks show. Um, no, she's asking she, Danielle, the small woman. Is, <laughs> you know, it's a it's an issue of like trust, right? Sort of for a lot of people, and or maybe it's like an ego thing. I don't know. I I think what we haven't mentioned yet in this is is that like we're all ostensibly fine with people seeing their exes um but uh culturally for johan this is verboten this is not this is not something that people in relationships do it's not something that people who are married do not having friends of other genders but continuing to be friends with somebody with whom you previously had a romantic relationship with and he says that there will be consequences to her maintaining a relationship with this guy I love that. But the thing that he doesn't say is what the consequences are. And that was like, made it super threatening. He's like, you'll find yeah. out what the consequences are. It's and smart. Like, no, it's terrible. <laughs> how, and also it makes me, how old is, I, I they show their ages like once. How old is that guy? I think he's, he's like younger 30. Yeah. 30. Yeah. Ish. Still, that's, yeah. Okay. I guess it's just, it's a. So what's happened consistently in this relationship is like it's her way or no way. It's emasculation. She has just relentlessly emasculated a man from a country where that is very challenging. And this is kind of the worm turning a bit. Like he's he's realized he he has an opportunity to make her afraid for the first time <laughs> and he's taking it it's 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 beyond toxic it's awful but i think as a viewer you're meant to watch you and go yeah don't tell her what the consequences are <laughs> <laughs> make her think it's going to be something out of a saw movie yeah let's I'm, let's hope it's not a head box oh no <laughs> a head box <laughs> Can I talk about the head box? See, that's the direction. If that's how you want your night to go, then (laughs) (laughs) for sure. Um, Is this something that, um, what's her name, Chris, might have to wear after a surgery? It's something that uh, if you are sensitive to true crime sort of stuff, just fast forward about a minute and a half. So trigger warning, uh, Gross, potentially gruesome things. So or we claustrophobic. Were, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you for thinking of the claustrophobics. Um, so, <laughs> won't somebody please think of the claustrophobic? Hey, I mean, yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. Um, we were watching Unsolved Mysteries earlier, and um, as per usual, I thought I'll pick one that's about ghosts because we can watch it with alfie and it it won't be an issue because it's not going to be you know like uh something with sexual violence in it wrong um i was wrong uh <laughs> it's a sexy ghost had to fast forward 
through uh, quite a few Shit. details. One of the details <laughs> I didn't fast forward through was something called a head box. And, and what's weird is that uh, it, it is what it sounds like. It's a, it's a box that goes around your head so that people can't hear you scream. Yeah, that is not what it sounded like. It's filled with like foam, like styrofoam, yeah. like oh, right. noise Soundproof foam. noise reduction foam. stuff. And it's like a hinged box and it has a neck-sized hole in it and then you just put it over the head and lock it shut. You it, see, when you said a head box, I thought it might be something that you strap to your groin and, and someone has to put their head... That's what I thought. No. No. No, but that also sounds awful. Yeah. Um, what I found remarkable about it, aside from the fact that this guy, that the guy who built it is about to go on parole, <laughs> uh, I think he probably needs to be in jail forever, I'm going to say. Like, even after he's dead, just keep him in the jail to make sure that in case something happens where people can be reanimated. Yeah. Like, let's, this is consenting, not, right? No one has put the head box on. No, it's no. important to mention that the, the head box part, is not... The crime was not ma- building a head box. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, we don't have to go too into... D- the, the head box was not optional for the person wearing right. it. Right. So what was amazing about the head box is the way, and we're doing it too, that everybody just went, oh, it's head box. Yeah, it's just a head box. box. We just call it a head box and the head box is in the lexicon now. And now we all just talk about the head box like head boxes are a thing. But not like it's like this insane (laughs) contraption invented by a lunatic. It's just a head box. When he built the head box, we all, what? Right. And it's just people take it. uh, I got a Versace head box. Everyone's got them. People are competing now over the... No? No? That's, it's not a thing? <laughs> that joke was so offensive. The dog barked. Yeah, I know. Oh. Um, anyway, it was... Is he going to end up on Lalu when he gets paroled? God, I hope not. Um, anyway, w- all right, we're done talking about all right, the, the head box. box. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you think those are the consequences Johan has in mind, though? No. <laughs> I hope, I hope that the consequences are just that he cries really hard. That'll be And it. is really hurt. Yeah. yeah. That'll be awesome. But I don't think that they will be. I think it will be the opposite of that, you know? You think he's going to get angry? Angry or like silent treatment or something really equally nasty. It might turn into a bat. Something that occurred to me while we were watching the the sort of, you know, the trailer during the, the credits is that Danielle was crying and sort of saying in her heavily accented uh, Spanish, you know, I, I do this, everything I do is for you, this is all for you. And I, I wonder, <laughs> I think she thinks that she actually is loving toward him. Like it, I never thought before that moment that she thinks that what she's doing is helping and improving his life and that she behaves in a way that is loving toward him. But now you can like transpose out into other people. Like it's possible that Brian Adams was full of shit too. Wow. Right now, now I've heard someone say that and clearly not be truthful. Mm. Now I'm thinking, 
Fucking hell. Was, was that the a reading song to Robin Hood Prince of Thieves yeah. alive? Wait I, a minute. That wasn't Brian. That was Richard Marks, wasn't no, it? No, it was Brian Adams. Was Brian Why, yes. Which one was Richard Marks? Um, oh. Hazard. What? You know, yeah. the one about drowning the woman of the creek or whatever. It was grim. Yeah, Brian Adams did like the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves soundtrack yeah. and then Look just kind of like quit music and then he became a f- successful photographer in Canada. Number one for 13 weeks in this country, I believe. I think we've spoken about I it I really before. like that song. Oh, but man, yeah, but now... I sang it at karaoke one time at a Chinese restaurant in Philadelphia, and the man who owned the, the restaurant came up... The restaurant was, like, empty, and he still came up and just closed the door so that he wouldn't have to listen to it downstairs. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> well, he knows it's a song sung by a... I think sung he was moved, a... you know? No. No? <laughs> Wait, can you sing the the Philly song from earlier, the new Philly song? Uh, I think song? it goes, we're Philly, we're fucking Philly, no one likes us, we don't care, like that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I like that. No one likes us, we don't care is a sporting... That's that's a good sporting mindset. It's very Philadelphia. Um, I think Millwall in this country also sing, no one likes us, we don't care. Um, yeah, Brian no Adams, coercive and controlling. Maybe. Why would you say that? Why would you make that but, allegation? Because he's saying the same toxic stuff Danielle is saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. It's just made me think about that song in a whole new light. Anyway, what did y'all think of um, her sinning on him <laughs> I mean, to stop him driving? I thought... I mean, I hated it, but it did keep him from drunk driving, so... I reckon he could have still driven with her sitting on him, though. Yeah, yeah she's not She's very so tall. little. Yeah. You know what? She can't reach the pedals down there. <laughs> He's got arms long enough to get round her into the wheel. What's, what's the problem? I think if she sat on his face, it would have been a lot more effective. And I'm sorry to put that image in everyone's head. <laughs> Boy, I'd like anything to get out of that situation. Yeah, fine, you can drive. Yeah. I just thought, like, these guys are both a mess. That yeah. was really what that looked like to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to drive drunk. No, you're not. I'll just sit on you. And then, like, we'll <laughs> yell at each other in a parking lot. And it's, it's like, kind of you incredible. guys are both a mess. Yeah. And, like, honestly, I, I mean, not specifically there, but... Basically, I've been there. So, you know. Stand in front of the car. That that would also work. I guess he could reverse. Yeah. Um, yeah, I it's t- very hard if, if someone's doing that. But to me, it looked like someone's uberating, just dramatically dropping. It's like there's a passenger seat lady sitting there. It was very odd. Can I tell a really disgusting story? I think that's what we're doing today. <laughs> Apologies for anyone used to our usual. I know we're this usually pretty mean. tame. We're we're nor- I mean, you know, b- bad words and all that, but we don't normally talk about head boxes no. and milf manners. And milf manners. Oh, we talk about that. I'm just, I'm gonna. It's gonna. I'm gonna just spend a little bit of time thinking about why is dilf manner worse than milf manner? It just is. It just is. It just is. Yeah. There's some kind of thing there. Yeah. Um. So, talking of face sitting and and things like it again, uh, trigger warning if you don't don't want to hear about a a sex act or if you know the description of that is inappropriate. Anyway, 
Remember how I told you that I slept with my improv teacher? That's what people do. <laughs> um, so this is the only time that this that this ever happened to me, thank God. Uh, but I was performing uh, a sex act on him where I was, you know... Uh, <laughs> wow. I'm talking about, this is how bad I am at talking about stuff like this. I was, I was, uh, this is how we talk around it in, in our house when there is a child present. I was, I was enjoying a bologna jam, witch. yeah, were you looking uh, for your contact lens? A BJ. I, I wasn't looking for my contact were lens. Were you helping him look for his contact lens? Yes, I was helping him look for his contact lens. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he farted <gasps> in my face. <laughs> if you try hard enough, you can make a fart come out of your mouth. <laughs> if you squeeze hard, you know it's coming. You can just force it out the other way. You can turn a fart into a burp. That's not how bodies work. <laughs> I'm just saying, fucking try. Yeah, but try. Make the effort. It's the gas equivalent of turning a frown upside down. <laughs> the wor- the worst part was... The smell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The noise? The humiliation. <laughs> I just didn't... <laughs> you didn't say anything, did you? <laughs> how... Did you harmonize? How could... I- well, no, I had a dick in my mouth. A bologna jam witch. <laughs> I had a bologna jam witch in my mouth. And I just, yeah. it's one of the few situations in my life where I just absolutely, like, there's nothing that prepares you for that. It's a compliment, surely. Well, it might. It, like, to the chef? <laughs> it's just like. It's no, rude he, not to burp in some countries when you're eating, right? It was a simultaneous release, if you get what I'm saying. Oh. Right. So oh, I right. really don't think he had like you talk about oh you can control it. I think probably he was he was that relaxed, but it was thank God he wasn't Was it long or was it just a burp or was it a long penis? <laughs> no, not the penis. <laughs> the baloney jamwich. The fart. The fart. The, the was fart. it a long protracted was it like <laughs> an untied balloon left let free or was it stepping on a wasp well because it was because it was such a significant moment in my life I, I have committed it to oh emma's got a prop <laughs> was it one of those no it was more like <laughs> Well, right, let's see if we can do that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Yeah, it was closer to that, but it was like rumblier, wetter, thicker. Oh, wetter, great. Yeah. You, this is the clown. You get a clown and then you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's right. You don't go anywhere without a clown. Anyone else? <laughs> You've got like a rubber kind of thing that you keep in your handbag just in case you need it. In your case, it's a balloon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got all kinds of... Useful. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, that'll do for Debbie and Johan. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think that pretty much. Debbie's think, not her name. Shit, Danielle. Danielle. Yeah, I do feel like that pretty much <gasps> it, sums ooh, them up, though. I'd like Debbie and Johan. That would work. Who's, yeah, who's well, Debbie? Debbie's the older, the seasoned gal. We better go on to her, seeing as how oh, I made Yohan. a boo boo. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, I don't. I, that might be too much woman for Johan to be oh, frank with you guys. I don't know if he could handle. You're too so much tall. Him. I would have to agree with you there. Um, Debbie and Oshama, they go to a cafe for a poetry event. Um, Debbie is surprised and touched that Osama is getting up and uh, performing a poem that he has dedicated to her. His her fiance, fiance. His fiance, yeah. Um, you know what? I don't have... There's nothing for me to snark on here because I actually thought that was generous and can beautiful we, and it was a really nice romantic gesture. Can we snark on some of the facial hair of some of the hipsters in the cafe? Maybe. Is there someone you're thinking of in particular? All of them. Uh, it, it was the most poetry jam. I didn't think that you would find a scene like that there, but I like it. I like it. They all seemed happy. They seem very judgmental of 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 his poem. They seemed like did they? I saw some people making some like amateur faces, but I thought the poem was actually quite good. No, the poem that came before was dog roll. Yeah, it was like that was like a I do poetry. Yeah, it was, and my heart now flies like a bird. It was absolute drek. As as was. This is a, my inner child was weeping. Yeah, my inner child is bleeding. Um, that was that was the opening poem, I think. Yeah. Although we didn't hear the whole thing, maybe it had a an interesting ending. But I like look. Probably a I think actually he is. Uh, I think he's really talented, and I like his art too. It was really cute. He seemed so nervous that he he his poem seemed good. But he was so ner- he was so nervous that he said it in like twenty seconds, you know. Yeah, which was like very cute because you know. I don't think he's used to performing. Like, I don't think he's he not had ever performed. No, they're before. in Rabat, right? Yeah, but he ain't from Rabat. He's from the Moroccan equivalent of Boise, Idaho, at best, right? Well, we haven't really looked into it. The only thing that find we know is, is his description, which is. He said it, it's the place to go when you're dying. And <laughs> and we don't know whether that means, like, you're dying so it doesn't matter where you are or you would want to die there because it's so beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. like it's a bucket list thing or a slaughterhouse. We don't know. It or could be like either. Florida. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. See Florida and die. You know, I was surprised to learn this week that the most, that out of like the, I think the top 10 most expensive places to live, like most expensive neighborhoods in the U.S., like four of them are in Florida. That makes sense to me. Like rich retirees. I mean, it's weird, but it makes sense. Yeah. And I guess they're pretty lax on tax there i feel like yeah well people retire down there you know like rich people because the weather is nice aside from the hurricanes unless you're disney and then what 
Disney tax thing happening? Or is that in California? That's Florida, right? I don't know. Okay. I moved to Germany and now I don't follow, try not to follow the news so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you on that. Well, I liked it. I think he's... Look, before he even said it himself, I was kind of proud of myself because I like he did his poem and I said aloud to the room, see actions. Yeah. Right? And then he went, see actions. Yes. And a lot of men on this show they never are do actions. all talk yeah, and never do actions. No walk. But that was actually, actually, actually actions. That was him actually doing something. And I was I thought he would you see, he he from the start he came across as someone who would say all the right things. He's a smooth talker. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a poet. Hold my bones. Right. <laughs> uh, but you know, he, he did a thing. Hold my bones. Was in the poem, right? The, yeah, it was. It was in the poem. Hold my bones. Hold my bones. Yes. Well, that could be misconstrued. I think you need to get your mind out of the gutter. It's all this milf milf manor talk. I know he's excited. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We owe him that. I owe him that. Yeah, say we owe. Have him they that. ever put the milfs on an island, or has it only ever been a manor? I think it is an island. Mm. I think it's probably. I mean, these things are usually in a tropical setting. Safer that way. The suns are sort of swimming around the island, <laughs> pursued by sharks. Right. So let's... the only way to get out of the the shark infested water is if one of the milfs invites you into her hammocky tent thing. And speaking of things that have to keep moving forward <laughs> or they'll die, uh, let's talk about Nicole and Mahmoud. <laughs> 1 size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We got progress this week. We did. It's the finally sa- the same beat was beaten, but it was beaten, um, you know, with a different side of the drumstick. Uh, so just to just to recap, Nicole says it's she's been there for four months, and they have decided to stop talking about their problems in order to prevent <laughs> great way to prevent arguments. Healthy. Um, it certainly doesn't come out in other ways no. uh, when you don't 
talk about your problems. Mm-hmm. Um, she reveals that she spends 12 days locked in, in a room or 12, sorry, 12 hours locked in a room every day, which can't be good for anyone's mental health. Um, she attends a, a women only meditation class and meets, uh, Nuran, her friend who tells her about new Cairo. And I'm not going to lie. I thought there was going to be a musical number here <laughs> because it new just, Cairo. Yeah, it, I mean, it just felt like it, it felt like a scene from a play where like this thing is, you know, this, Magic is revealed. It's up to you, new cut. No. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? <sighs> um, yeah, it's good. New car is all right. Sounds like a nice place to be. Yeah. Yeah, she says. Unlike it's- Faisal. Or wherever she's staying. Yes, is that, the name? that is. Yeah, oh, that is where okay. she's staying. I don't know how everyone can be staying on the back of a small immigrant mouse. <laughs> Was he called Faisal? Fievel. Oh. Fievel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh boy, I'm not getting anything right today. You're fine. Faisal goes west is basically the storyline, though. <laughs> Except it's not. It's. Faisal refuses to go west. Faisal refuses to go west. Yeah. Um, even after, yeah. So look, uh, they cut right to the to the chase. Um, they go for hummus, which is different to the hummus that we understand. When she was describing hummus, I, you you were like, "Yeah, we all know what fucking hummus is." Okay, we don't. Know. I know, but I was. And wrong. then she was like, "It's a lemon Broth. drink with chickpeas in it," and we all just gagged. <sighs> it sounded gross. I don't want to turn my nose up at it because I sort sure. of, if I think about it like a like a tagine or something, you know. Like that's you I don't like drink tagine. it and you don't have it with a straw. I would if it's I... like a boba situation a little bit in that yeah. right, like a cup with a straw and there's big floaty balls in it. Oh, I love bubble tea. Yeah, yeah. Do the chickpeas go up the straw? The straw didn't look how, big enough. How for that. wide that is? I think we're ignoring the most. Is it like a slushy kind of? You remember them with the little? We're spoons? ignoring the most critical uh, element of this romantic. The ambiance dating, which is that it's on an off ramp, like on a br- <laughs> on a bridge, on a bridge on like the side of a highway, of a freeway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's convenient. You can have your hummus and then throw yourself off it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it was. Maybe the bleakest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was hard to watch. Like, that was... Um, I would have been terrified sitting there because it was there wasn't like, oh, and then there's, like, the divider between us and yeah, the traffic. Nope. But here's the thing. like Because I had exactly the same thought. Like, surely a car's just going to go right... And then I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a car just drive off a bridge. So that doesn't really happen, Right. It's not going to happen. And yet it felt so unsafe, and I don't quite know why. But it could happen. That's the thing. It could happen. I just want a little space but no more than me a, in the cars. It couldn't happen any more than seats outside a cafe on a street. 
I actually was in a car that almost drove off of a bridge. Shit. But then the guardrail stopped us. I was on a bus that drove off a mountain. Okay, I guess you win this round. (laughs) (laughs) Halfway. It was like the Italian job. The front wheels, this is in the Alps between um, France and Italy. And the front wheels of the bus went over the edge of this mountain pass. And we all had to get to the back of the bus. Like a Beetlejuice situation. Like a Beetlejuice, the Italian job. Pick your movie metaphor. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was the full scales of justice thing going on. And uh, yeah, we had to smash a window at the back of the bus and, uh, and get out that way. Why didn't, how old were you? About eight. Why didn't they just have you run to the back? genius is that a robin was a fat kid joke that is so good because my sister was also on the bus and she was already there (laughs) sorry sorry wow i am sorry wow we're gonna get letters for that it's okay because it's me you're talking about you're allowed to (laughs) and i'm allowed to be mean about my sister um, um yeah look the these yeah, drink hot chickpea drink in oncoming traffic for a romantic night out yeah and i will say there are very few cafes that are on the side of a freeway like <laughs> sure. uh, you're talking about a street fine but like those cars are ideally not going 80 miles an hour. in cairo they probably are though for me, it's the it's the pollution as well. It's like That's, inhaling yeah. all the fumes and everything. That was more it. And like the wind from the cars going by was just like blasting her hair into her face and stuff. Like <laughs> Yeah. People throwing yeah. the <laughs> cups of drunk hummus out of the window. Like she's a very she she has what I might generously describe as a nervous disposition to begin with, and I just can't imagine why that would be a Fun, relaxing evening. It's like what Stanley Kubrick did to Shelley Duvall when yeah. they were filming The Shining to take <laughs> she, her there for a drink. But she has a... Well done, because I've been trying to put my finger on what it is about her. She's got that Shelley Duvall twitch, right? That nervous energy. She's so Shelley Duvall. In The Shining. In The Shining. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the relationship she's in right now. Kind of is. It's not good. No, it isn't it isn't good. Um it was uh, that meeting with Nuran also and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Um that was difficult to watch too. It felt very uh it felt very f- kind of forced or it felt like, I mean, obviously, I think this was something that the producers suggested to make him angry. I don't think Mahmoud is a good enough actor to have been able to, you know, uh, fake that interaction. But I was surprised that it heated up that quickly. And that, because normally when you meet someone for the first time, you don't directly get into um ideological arguments you don't but here's my little theory on that one okay you know how like i've come at the producers of 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 this whole franchise for 
the way they consistently have this storyline of, ooh, Islamic man is restrictive and isn't Islam awful, right? Because there is a bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, only insofar as they constantly just choose the same story, right? And just go on about it. And, and, and I've been down on it, but now I'm wondering whether in the production meeting before they cast this or whatever, they were like, we've done this a few times. Let's show the other side. And now I'm wondering if this whole storyline has been set up to redress the balance and show that Islam isn't just what they've shown it as for so many years now. Yeah, that's I think it's all been gearing up to this moment where, you know, this lady has said, cite the verse, motherfucker. Cite the verse. Where in the Quran does it actually say that? Or is this just the spin, the interpretation you've chosen to put on it? Um, and I'm, I'm not an expert either way, but he certainly couldn't cite the verse. I don't know someone who's more learned could, but. I don't think there is. I, I think, and I've, I've, I have heard this argument. I have heard the argument as well that it is a cultural. Yeah thing rather than a religious requirement but i don't know enough about islam to to, just much like porn um i i don't feel i have the authority to to speak on that so like a milf island version of no okay that that definitely isn't there definitely isn't no um but i was kind of thrilled i'll be honest with you i i was at least thrilled that the show gave airtime to a different point of view in that religion that i do feel they've shat on now for several years in a row yeah i agree completely um yeah she was she was nice i don't care if she's an actress i don't care if they put her in there to facilitate that story i'm just glad that she was there and she was representing another side even of the city that they live in because Mm i i did think it was strange uh that that yeah i don't know egypt is not the most authoritarian country in the world sure yeah yeah Um, um any other any other thoughts on nicole and mahmoud yeah i i think I don't, well, I think I don't know anything that's happened before this thing that I saw today, but... The same thing. <laughs> it just uh, seems, she seems like she's not in a good place. Maybe it's not a relationship that's healthy for her. And from personal, from what I know from my personal experience, I think it's very good that she found somebody who was like, yeah, I I see what you're going through, and it's not good. And it, it's so that you can... Because you get so, it's easy to get so, um, like trapped in the own, your, the world of your own relationship that right. you don't really realize that it's like messed up and it's good to like start having people from the outside world go, oh no, that's all, it is bad. So that's, I'm glad that that is happening for her. Maybe she can start to see that, uh, she doesn't necessarily need to be, eating fruit salad on her bed while her mother-in-law stares at her for 12 hours a day. The mother-in-law, I mean, that, She's nice. that visual gag 
because it does feel like it's become a gag because the mother-in-law is always, always in the, in the background, yeah. always oh. the, through the doorway. I yeah. mean, I think, uh, look, I know that, I know this couple is widely reviled. I, I still can't get over the faces that he makes sometimes. He went maximum prints. He really did. This week. He, he has got the, he cannot hide his feelings in any no, way. No, not like, at Even all. though he knows he's supposed to say other things, his face just does this, <laughs> all the time in the background. It's, it's, I adore his prince side eye. Yeah. And he, I mean, he was, I thought it was interesting that he wasn't um, looking at Nuran when he was no. talking to her. He was, he like actually had his head turned. He was like a dog. Like this. You know how dogs can't look you in the eye, particularly when you cross with them. They have to look to the side of you. Not our dogs. Yeah. Otherwise it's a confrontation. Oh, oh, Tig, absolutely. Like when you tell her, she look well. But it's hey, Pat Leader. What can I say? Guess so. <laughs> um, let's talk about. Okay, so nothing else on them. Also, Emerald, I completely agree with you there. That uh, I the only thing I would add about you know it being valuable having someone else's perspective is that it's amazing how. Uh, when one is in an abusive relationship, how quickly you normalize things that aren't, and how easily you normalize things that yeah. that aren't uh, okay. And it doesn't matter how smart you are, or how many Lifetime movies you've seen, <laughs> or how I've been. I'm speaking on on my own behalf, but I think I'm speaking for a lot of people. It, it really doesn't, anyone can end up in, I, I, I'm not calling Nicole and Mahmoud's relationship abusive because yeah, I don't unhealthy. know it, but what I'm saying is anybody can end up in a coercive yeah. or controlling relationship or a relationship that's bad for them and get stuck in it. It doesn't mean that you're stupid. It doesn't mean that you're naive. It, can happen to anyone because we are all human and we make ourselves vulnerable to someone else. And it just, yeah. And, so, it, become, yeah. and it becomes sunk loss fallacy, right? Oh. That you have to undo so much. I mean, we'll, we'll get to it, but like Jen is like the, the greatest example of this. It's, right? Yeah. It's also, and once you're in a situation like that, to be like isolated is sort of how it's like a great way to perpetuate the relationship and so to like move all the way to like Egypt and then just be stuck in your yeah. in-laws house all day like that's like the most isolated you could be in the other than like the in-laws aren't there and you're just alone in the house. Right. You know, it's like so so isolated. So it's good to like I don't know that's even more might, isolating might, isn't it? Might it? Be, like some of you don't speak the same language but they're just in the doorway watching you eating the fruit salad and making sure that you're wearing sleeves while you do it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Could you pass me the Vin and a Sin? Yeah, of course I can. We've been very classy today. I know. I, You guys, I don't know if anybody has any suggestions for this, but I, um, um, I've reached a point in my life where wine now gives me almost 
instant acid reflux. And I don't really, I, I'm not a huge fan of liquor. I mean, uh, apart from gin, which I would drink like water. Uh, so I do, tr- I try to avoid it for that reason. <laughs> I just really love the way it smells and tastes. Yeah. And, uh, well, try putting some chickpeas in it and see how you feel. Heat it up a little and put some chickpeas in there and see. No, I, but I, on Easter Sunday, I had my first drink, alcoholic drink in months, months and months and months. Um, but it's not because I have a problem with alcohol. Part of it is, you know, I've been, some of you know, I've been changing medications. Um, but, I feel like now I'm all right to drink, but I can't because my reflux is so bad. Um, so now you all know a lot about me and my history and my <laughs> reflux. So speaking of maladies, um, let's talk about Chris and Jamie. My ladies. I hadn't even thought of that. There you go. It was more like who else might have a problem with, might have a dozen. Uh, oh God, Chris has got massive so reflux many. problems, right? If there's an ailments. ailment, she's got it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, just to recap, Chris's bank account is frozen because the bank, uh, allegedly, because someone thought uh, Bullshit. her identity was stolen. Bullshit. Um, she's concerned about the finances. She does reveal to us in her, um, to camera interview that she didn't really consider whether this was a practical dream or not (laughs) when, when she was dreaming up this dream. Um, so they look at some food trucks, one of which is pretty interesting. We'll, we'll talk about that. And, um, have a difficult dance lesson and uh, ultimately Chris decides to go back without a return ticket, which is the reddest of all the preceding red flags. Where do you want to start? Um, <laughs> the zombie school yeah, bus. The zombie school bus for sure. Everything in a place that has got a sign that says danger contaminated zone. <laughs> and just blood splatters all over everything. I think it was ketchup. Nah. <laughs> I can see it. I can see I can see Alfie wanting to eat in the murder truck. You don't think that having that food and zombies doesn't immediately conjure a what? specific kind of meat. Yeah, I'm thinking Bob Stuckey shouting tainted meat. And all my Walking Dead peeps will get that reference, which is lots. We've established this. We have, yeah. There's a big overlap between Walking Dead fans and uh, fans of 90 Day Fiance, as it turns out. Surprisingly, I've never seen... I should say unsurprisingly, I also haven't seen Walking Dead. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't. I only watched the first three seasons and then the very last episode. So it's a very similar show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, we have a... We have a car in our neighborhood that yeah. <laughs> that is sort of zombie themed. And I think it's, I assume it's, it's 
owned by somebody who owns a, a, a business where, you know, I don't know, you get chased by zombies. It's a team building thing, maybe. maybe. And and it says... It's either that or the guy has genuinely prepared for the zombie apocalypse. Well, it says on the side of the car, uh, danger, like, body parts infected body parts on board or something like that and yeah. i've i've never gotten used to it that not which a, is a different sticker from the baby on board stickers to be fair which by the way people uh, there, there's a mistaken belief that people think oh you're st- oh fine i'm supposed to treat you better because there's a baby in the car it's in case you're in a car accident and uh the ambulance or whomever get there they need to be aware that there's a baby in a car seat you see i thought it was always telling me not to ram that car is that's not what it's for no that's not what it's for there's not a zombie car in my old neighborhood in chicago but there is a call it the tasmobile and it's tasmanian devil yes taz taz and it's uh well, just that just bright... sounds like the guy she gave a bloody sandwich <laughs> <Yeah>. to. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it's a bright yellow SUV, and it just has Taz Taz stickers. Okay, all over it, and the license plate is Taz Taz Two, <laughs> and there's, there's Taz all over the place. Anyway, it's not zombies, but that's the one that's in my old neighborhood. I wouldn't want to eat in the zombie bus. I'd eat in a Taz bus. I would eat in a Taz bus. What kind of food do they sell in oh, Tasmania? Tasmanian food? Oh, maybe I wouldn't eat Tasmanian Taz Tasmanian food good? I mean, it's pro- Australian food. I'm guessing... I like Australian food. Have you ever guess, had kangaroo? I would guess that Tasmanian food is Australian food, but worse. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Counting on Tasmania. <laughs> I wish I had a horn in my bag. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, that truck looks horrific. Um, and not for the reasons it wanted to look horrific. It looked horrific <laughs> just in the sense that it was squalid and run down and it wasn't worth $20,000. But I think this is the perfect metaphor for how Chris makes decisions. Like she, she goes in mm. and she, and she says, we need to think about, the menu, how much it would cost to run, how much, and you think, okay, so she's thinking ahead. But she won't but do those things. She's not going to do it, no. and she's ignored the again the most critical uh, facet of this whole business, which is that it's on a zombie bus, sure. and you're presumably going to be serving people meat. I just don't. That's not a gimmick that works. For me, it is. You can have zombie burgers, for example, and it's like you just like the names of all of the things on the menu are puns. You know, there were like there were machetes on the wall, and you were telling me about her knife collection. Yeah, that's probably what did it. That is what did it. She she saw the weapons. She said when she got the ooh, they got weapons. She loved it. I feel like you should know your menu. And just like those kinds of like costs first be- before you look at the $20,000 zombie bus. Well, that's right. You should think, what are we going to do? What are we, what can we cook? <laughs> What's affordable? You do all the budget and all that kind of thing. And then you go, and now what vehicle can deliver this vision? 
not the other way around. It, it's it's very odd. But what you were saying before, Michelle, is absolutely right. That she is one of these people that she'll have this great vision, this dream, and everything, and then she will include all of these reasons for her not to do anything about it, and then just go, "Oh, it's too difficult," and then she'll run away. Yeah, I don't know anything uh, about that. I definitely didn't do that all through my twenties. I'm what not you th- doing some that of my still. 30s. I'm I'm not doing. I I am actually only not doing it still because I'm being so conscious of the fact that that's all I ever do. Uh, what am I doing? <laughs> How did I get here? This is not my beautiful life. This is not my beautiful wife. Um, good. Thank you, David. Um, I thought they were mean to her at the dancing lessons. Like, <laughs> there is nothing worse than people that can do dance saying to the person, "Well, you just do. Th- you just do good dancing." I have a very informed perspective on this because yeah. I just took salsa dancing classes this last summer. Yeah. I'm not in the middle of a midlife crisis. <laughs> Uh, with my clown, with packing up and moving to Europe to study device theater and taking salsa dancing lessons. I'm not. It's just, it happens to, what a coincidence. It's like my birthday. Anyway, um, uh, and like, yeah, yeah, I mean, she was being, she was being a bit of a downer, but also like, that was, if she's literally never salsa danced before, they were going way too fast for someone who... You know, like be yeah. a good teacher. I like, think maybe yeah. start with Zumba also, where you don't really have to know how to dance to be able to do it. Because it wasn't just like, and your hip goes this way. The hips were going in three directions at once. It was that next level fluidity I that think you can't you got, just expect an amateur to be able to do. Really got to start with just like the really basic little salsa march. Yeah. And then. Just work, and then once they can kind of shuffle that, then you can like fine tune it. But they were just like, yeah, and then it goes, does this and that and that, and then they both are just dancing super fast, and then they were going like sideways and this ways and that ways. It wasn't very, wasn't very inclusive. It's not the easiest first salsa dance class a person <laughs> oh, could take. No. no, and she looked absolutely miserable. Really miserable. And then she got told off for being miserable, and I thought that was kind of mean, because I'd have been miserable if I had to do that. I think if I had been there, I would have been like, can you, can you stop? Are you, I probably would have been like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Honestly, is what I probably would have said. Like, how do you honestly expect me to do that? Can we just uh, slow things down a bit, you know? Yeah, like, is this some kind of a prank? Like, where's the camera? Oh, okay, the camera crew's just over there. All right, fine. Yeah, that can't, that can't make things easy. No. Um, so there was that. Yeah, this episode. What is... were the other beats with them that you listed so graciously? And then, oh, so we had the food truck, to, we had the dancing, and then obviously we had the Exodus. But is there? There's another bit of there. Um, no, they just talked about. Uh, Jamie says that Chris needs to change the chip in her head. Oh right. Um. I think Chris maybe needs to go to therapy to deal with some of her trauma uh, before anyone can talk to her about not being so negative. 
I don't know. Uh, but also, Chris is being... Chris is being uh, willfully dishonest here, which I don't appreciate. I think it's a really shitty thing to do not to buy a return, to leave without buying a return ticket. It will be a maximum of two weeks. So buy a return ticket for two weeks. (laughs) But what if I can come in 13 days? That would be insane to have a ticket for the next day. (laughs) Yeah, and and Jamie understandably says that if Chris doesn't come back, she will sell her shit. Yeah. I would have said, I will burn it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would say. But then I also wouldn't marry someone who really didn't want to be with me. Well, she leaves her necklace, jewelry, bracelet, something. Some kind of bauble. But she's lousy with baubles. So you know I'll come back for this. She should have left her knife. You know, Right? Something which has real sentimental value. (sighs) She should have left her father's stolen vintage antique motorcycle. Well, Something she really we all know that's about. never coming back. Oh, hello, this is Robin. Um, guess what? We've gone super long, so we're going to chop this podcast into two. Um, you'll find part two where you found part one, uh, but we'll let you go and do something else for a minute. Off you, Todd. Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.